The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. First thing we will do is call to order uh, the 2019-2021 City Council. And though we do have some people that are going to be dialing in by remote, please announce uh, the city, the state, and the county that you will be calling in from. City Clerk, can you please do the roll call? Roll call. Mayor Garrett. Present. Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Here, Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Council Member Ferguson. Present, Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Council Member Medley. Here, Setauket, New York, Suffolk County. And Council Member. Siddiqui. Here, Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Thank you. Madam Mayor, you have a quorum. Thank you. And now I invite everyone in the audience with the council to say the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the now next I see on the agenda that we have a presentation from um, Representative Tyra Harris Bolden. Is she calling in or is she coming in? So it's my understanding she would be accessing. I don't know if she's present. I'm on Zoom. <laughs> well, welcome. Please go ahead with your presentation. Okay, sorry about that. I didn't know. I just wanted people to know where I was. Uh, greetings to the esteemed council, our mayor and our city administrator. Um, thank you for allowing me to take some time um, to address you all tonight and just kind of update you on what's been going on in Lansing. Um, so we are on our uh, Thanksgiving break for the week, but um, I wanted to update you. So the three buckets that I've been working on are economic development, um, healthcare issues, as well as criminal justice reform. Um, if you've been to a coffee hour, I've heard a presentation before. I'm on the Judiciary Committee, Insurance Committee, and the Joint Committee on Administrative Rules, of which I um, am the minority vice chair. Um, I was able to get, I think this term, I think there were four bills that have passed the House floor of which I'm working on. Um, one was a, a liquor license uh, amendment where if you have a downtown development authority zone, um, it would allow you to have a special liquor license permit for redevelopment and not just rehabilitation of a property. I also had a bill um, concerning victims' rights that would uh, redact or um, so it, would, uh, it would take away the FOIA um, for a civil, um, for a civil suit, if you're the uh, if you're alleging uh, sexual misconduct 
I'm in a particular case. So those are some things that have passed the House. They are in the Senate, and I'm hoping that we can get them done before the end of the year. I would like to also acknowledge that we've been working really hard this term on getting appropriations for the district. So for the 35th House District, um, for the communities of Southfield, Lakewood Village, Beverly Hills, Bingham Farms, and Franklin, of which I represent, uh, currently we were able to get a million dollars for the district, 200,000 of which uh, was for, it was designated for uh, Lakewood Village uh, for infrastructure. We were able to get um, 600,000 for uh, Parks and Rec for the city of South Outfield and another, and another 200,000 for Franklin uh, Village. Um, I do want to just let everybody know that we sent out a senior mailer from our um, office. And so if you are a senior, um, there's a multitude of resources, um, but I also just want to make sure you have my contact information, uh, which is um, if you're trying to locate me, please go to housedims.com slash bolden, or you can email me, um, it's Kyra, K-Y-R-A, Bolden, B-O-L-D-E-N, at house.mi.gov. Uh, we help with a multitude of issues, and if we're unable to help, we know where to direct you. And so um, just wanted to give a brief update of the things that we're working on. Um, there will be some supplemental budgets, and so um, to um, this, uh, to the board and our mayor and to our um, administrator, if there are additional requests for appropriations, um, please get those requests to my office so that um, we can try to negotiate them into the supplemental budgets. Um, but other than that, I just wanted to uh, you all to hear from me. Um, I appreciate all the work that you do, and I enjoy working with each and every one of you. And please contact me if you have for for the board or for anybody listening. Um, if there's an issue that you believe you can help, we can help with, then please don't hesitate to contact our office. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Next I'm up open. on the agenda. Go ahead. Sorry, no, I was going to say I'm open to questions. It doesn't sound like there are any, um, but again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Were there any questions? No, thank you. No, appreciate nice. working with you all Were these there years, any in the chat? Okay. No, there are no questions or hands raised. Thank you, Kelda. Um, so now we come to the the point of allowing all of the um, officials to uh, not only give their comments, but if there's any reports that you want to give out um, before we um, adjourn the 2019-2021 council. So I'm going to start from left and work over to the right. So starting with Councilman Ferguson, if you want to start with any comments or any um, reports that you want to report out with. Yeah, just one uh, comment and report. So um, uh, two and a half weeks ago, actually three weeks ago, I attended the um, Southfield um, School Board meeting. And many of you know I'm the liaison between Council, Lather Village Council, and um, meeting with, with, uh, with the school board. So I'm, I'm kind of representing Lathrop just so we can continue our dialogue, continue our line of communication. And I just went there just to express my appreciation to them and also keep the dialogue open, keep the lines of communication open because uh, Lathrop is an integral part of the Southfield school system. I think um, bar none, Southfield schools are competitive with every school around us. And I believe that we should continue to open the dialogue, continue to partner with them. And they've got 
a lot of things that they have to push for, for the 22-23 school years. We as a city should at least see what the docket is for them and at the same time see what we can do to help them realize their dreams because their dreams are going to be ours because our, our uh, um, kids actually go to that school, the, the vast majority. So um, I would encourage the new council to be receptive to um, any communication and a joint partnership and a joint meeting with the, with the school board so that we can continue the, the dialogue and the conversation. And that's it. Do you wanna give your outgoing speech? Oh, am I supposed to do that now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just thought it was boards, but all right. So um, after saying all that, let me, let me just uh, start by saying um, the reason why I did not seek a, a, a term, um, another uh, term in the election process. I have a 16-year-old daughter that uh, is going to be going to college in the next couple of years. So we're going to be doing the college tour. And we're just going to be doing it from this fall all the way back to next spring. So needed to have time to do that. In addition to that, I have not been back to work in person in about a year and 10 months. So the last time I was actually um, in person working was March of 2020. And uh, the workload is really severe. So many of you know, I work in the auto industry. I've been a uh, an engineer for roughly 30 years in automotive industry. And you know what's going on with semiconductors and you understand that the engineers that are in this industry are working uh, tremendously hard to make vehicles globally and nationally are built and sold. So I'm a part of that process and um, I wouldn't change that for the world. But at this point, I can't balance counsel with, with my, my day job. So. I'm stepping back and hopefully uh, it may not be the last you hear from me, but um, while I'm here, I wish to express my appreciation first and foremost to my wife, Christine. She did not sign up for this by any stretch of the imagination for the last six years. Um, she has been a true supporter. She actually totally stepped back and did not weigh in in any way, shape or form on Facebook. Um, and she actually just kind of deactivated her Facebook account. So Christine, I appreciate you supporting me all these years. I love you, I respect you. And um, in addition to that, I wanna ex uh, express my appreciation to the, the book club that my wife is in. So even though she didn't sign up, you know, there was a lot going on in the community when it came to um, communication. And they were so gracious to still honor her and welcome her in that community. So for that, I appreciate it. Um, I'd like to appreciate and thank the following people who actually signed my nominating petition. And there were a lot of people who signed my, my petition, but I just want to encapsulate the people that really lend a, a serious support to me. Of course, uh, the Benners who live down the street from me, I really appreciate that. Uh, Mr. Tracy, who is Christiane's 90-plus-year-old uh, father, who signed my petition for the first time in 2015, and he believed that I could actually make, do good in this community and move the city forward. Uh, to, the, uh, to Gary Negrich, Kirsty Hart Negrich, Doug Hart, the Cleese, 
the Keenans, Patty and Mike Keenan, uh, Keith Brown, who uh, encouraged me to run that first year, and many others that I can't begin to uh, express my appreciation. When they signed that petition, they knew what, what I was about and they knew I was sincere in running. And I had a handful of items I wanted to get completed and uh, they wrote their names on my signature and they've supported me all, these, all this time. They also gave me um, hell for it too, because if I didn't do my job, they certainly were here to say, hey, you need to do that. Um, so let me, let me also uh, pivot a bit. So I wanna talk to my uh, Lathrop Village family here. Um, this is my family, the council, city manager, the police chief who may be online, police officers, uh, even Cliff is a part of this family. So family for the last six years, including Scott Baker over there. As a family over the last six years. <laughs> All those, those jokes you, I made of you. Yes. <laughs> yes. So just want to take the time to tell you over the last six years, you know, we did, we did everything together. And, you know, we, we also suffered a lot of loss, whether people want to realize it or not. Over the six years, we lost one police officer. We lost um, uh, the youngest firstborn from the city lawyer. Um, we lost our First mayor's first lady, Jenny. We lost um, our financial director's father, our sergeant's mom, and our city clerk's dad. And we also lost our current mayor's only son. We also had a glorious wedding. So with the bad and the good, we are actually family. And when, when I uh, felt the grief and the loss of all of the individuals that I just mentioned, it touched me that we actually went through it together. We didn't do it individually that many people might think. We actually went through it together as a family. We sent those cards, we hugged, we made sure everybody was okay. We actually placed a phone call that mattered. We made sure that everyone had food or we just placed a simple pat on the back and say, hey, hang in there. So for me to say that we're family, I mean it. We are all family. We've gone through it together, the bad and the good, even a broken hip, even falling off a bike we went through. And through it all, we are, we're stronger, we're better. We're, we have a cohesion that I don't think anybody could take away from us. And I want people to understand that when you sit in this seat, this seat collectively is, is nonpartisan. It's not right, it's not left. It's a unified seat. When, when Mayor Brock, and I, and I served under him for four years, came to council, he came nonpartisan. He wanted to find out what we had to say. He didn't bring his partisan politics to this table. And I think it's important that we recognize that. It, I think it's important that we continue to recognize that and move the city forward like we should. And the bottom line is we're always going to be family working together. So let me just start by individually thanking the police chief, Chief uh, McKee. I'm not sure if you're online. Uh, 
Chief and I started out rough, right? Because Dick Maggio wanted to make it rough. So in the end, Chief and I became, well, she supported everything that I brought to council and I in turn supported everything that, that he wanted. So Chief, I appreciate the effort. You're actually historically will go down as the chief that broke the gender barrier here in Lathrop. And I can't tell you how much I appreciated working with you for the six years. I know it was tough for you to figure out who I was and what I was about, but in the end, I walked the line that you saw and I did not deviate from that. So thank you for that. Um, I'd like to thank the, uh, the city lawyer. I think in the six years, Scott Baker, we've only disagreed on two things. We've agreed on everything except two. And, uh, you know, we talked about it. And, this might be number three. <laughs> and uh, you know, obviously, you know, we're going to have disagreements. But the one thing I can take away from our relationship is that um, you were centered in every decision you made. Even before I became a council person, ironically enough, I had a petition and I did frivolous FOIAs. And I was talking about myself when I said all that, right? I wasn't pointing my fingers at anyone. And ironically, I said the same thing. We are not being heard. And, you know, you guys are not listening to us. I said the same things before I ran for council, identical. And uh, so you listen nonpartisan uh, in your efforts to keep the city moving forward. And I, I want to tell you, I appreciate the efforts you've done for the city. I appreciate the fact that um, you've been a really good confidant for the city. And you haven't deviated from the fact that, you know, even though it's a business, we're still, we're still a part of this family. And I, I just want to thank you for just showing the level of professionalism that you have, you have shown. You. Um, uh, Yvette Talley, uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you just being an ear, you just giving advice. And you've told the line when it comes to the highest level of professionalism. A lot of people don't realize how professional um, Yvette Talley is and how detail-oriented she is, how organized she is. They don't realize that until you know, they come to vote, right? Oh my goodness, it is so organized and so detailed. That is Yvette Talley. That's the core of Yvette Talley. So I want to appreciate you right now and thank you for just not leaving, to be honest, because we went through a really tough time prior to our current city manager and Yvette is sought after. She is, she's the benchmark in this area. A lot of people don't realize that. So thank you, Yvette, for everything. Susie, um, not sure where you are, but um, you make more than just those cute little bags. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> let you know that. So you've done a lot for this city in such a short time. I swear, it's just been really interesting uh, watching you and watching you um, manage the DDA. Just a little snit, snit, snit bit of uh, what, what she's done. So obviously, you know, the beautification process with the, with the flower beds and the city hall, you know, the development of new beautification task force, the uh, biannual cleanup on, on the, on the uh, corridor, Susie's done it all. So this is just a handful of things that the DDA, DDA has done over the uh, last several years along with Lathrop and trying to keep it clean. So thank you for that. Thank you for uh, just keeping us moving forward. And I just appreciate everything you've done. Uh, Dr. Mitchell, Mitchell, I can't tell you how much I appreciate 
you showing up when you did. Um, when we interviewed you, I think we kind of knew that you were going to be the person that we selected. Uh, we were going to select because of uh, your background, because of your ex expertise, and also um, because of the, the wealth of knowledge that you brought to this city. And it would be um, not professional of me uh, to not point out the many things you've done over the last several years that, that we've worked together. So uh, in a nutshell, so you've done safe workplaces, right? So we're doing that right now, maintaining the availability of city services through a pandemic. You've done that. You've brought to us Municode meetings where you know we've organized the information and archived it available online. You've also uh, done this remote, remote uh, council. And uh, it's very difficult, as everyone can see. You know, you've got to have a level of organization. You've done that. You've updated the website, and you know, we've got tons to go with the website. It's constantly a moving target, and you've managed to uh, keep us going in the right direction. Ironically enough, I can't live without C Click Fix. So you brought that to our 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 um, city and many others. I mean, I could read this forever, but I just want you to know that your legacy is intact, and. I'm gonna miss you in this position, I really am. Um, the people that you've hired, that's a part of your legacy. And you know they're gonna to stick together and you're gonna go on and do great things. I just want you to understand that when Jeff Mueller was here, when <laughs> Matt Baumgarten was here, there was 5% of people that just didn't like the city manager. But the overwhelming 95% appreciated what, you, what you're doing, what they've done and you've done a great job. So I, I just want you to know that I appreciate what you've done and um, just keep moving forward one day at a time. That's all I say. Um, to my mayor. Well, I've been under two mayors and uh, it's been interesting. And um, I have to tell you that uh, your resiliency and your ability to um, not take it too personal, but just personal enough to keep it moving forward, it's been positive for me. And um, I appreciate everything you've gone through. We've gone through a lot of tough times um, prior to this. And, um, you know, when I think about the mayor, I think about Mayor Brock, and I think about you, Mayor Garrett, and both of you have been the face of Lathrop. Ironically enough, you're the one that bring the, the brass to Lathrop, you know what I mean? The, the, the political brass, should I say? I mean, um, the Secretary of State's been here. Our um, Lieutenant Governor's been here. Um, senators, Congress people have been here, and uh, you've just been um, overwhelming, overwhelmingly uh, supportive of Lathrop's efforts to be seen, to be recognized, and it should be commended. I wanted to just say thank you for that, and I, I want to say I appreciate everything you've done. And now I started at the top, so I'm just going to trickle back down. Mayor Pro Tem, Bruce Cantor, um, you showed up on the scene like a ball of fire and you haven't, you really haven't stopped. You have continued with the efforts of beautifying Lathrop, making Lathrop a more modern city, whether it's infrastructure, whether it's, you know, just walking the corridor and seeing what those parking blocks are about and talking about that constantly. And I think it, 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 it's to be commended because a lot of people just pass those and say, oh, okay, whatever, it's later. But um, 
you know, you want good to come out of Lathrop. And I, I could see that. And I think when people partner with you, they'll realize that. They'll, they'll finally say, you know what? It's not even about the individual. It's really about the city. It's always been about the city. And you've always said that. You've never made it an individual thing. And I, for you to not do that is very difficult, especially in these challenging times. So I appreciate what you've done. And, and I just want to thank you for just allowing to hear, let me hear your voice and you, you taking my voice as um, some advice that I've given over the last couple of years. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Councilman Siddiqui, it's been real fun. And we've partnered on a lot of activities, one of the committees, and um, we've just always uh, looked at the packet and realized, okay, we know what we have to do as difficult as it is to read through every single line, we've done it. And I can honest, honestly say we brought our true authentic self here to realize the full potential of the city. And I know that um, we'll see each other after this and we'll continue to you know, just talk about how we can continue to move the city forward. We don't necessarily have to be on council to do that, but um, you know, we will partner with the right people and move forward. Um, so thank you for that. Don Medley online. I just want to thank you. Um, I actually never met Don until she joined the committee and I didn't even know who she was, but she brought a level of organization to that committee and it really reflected and it reflected in other people that said, hey, you know, maybe we need to um, have Don, a person like Don on the council and, um, you know, the seat becomes available and here's Don in the council seat. So I want you to know that um, your professionalism has been tremendous for us, your insight on how we have been navigating for the last couple of months. And even last year when we, we had to go through that committee process, I, uh, I just want you to know that uh, you were way above board when it came, when it came to um, navigating the difficult parts of it, the, the, the human to human parts of it that may have disrespected some level or another and, and you navigated that perfectly. I appreciate it. I hope we can work together again in the future. And hopefully when you get tired of living out there, you move back to Lathrop and we should be good to go. But thank you, really appreciate that. Thank you wanna, again. Thank you. I wanna try to close this out as quickly as possible because I know that there's a lot of people that wanna say certain things, but you know, I've been, I've been uh, your council person for uh, roughly six years. And, a lot of people don't even know who I am. So who am I? So everyone knows I'm a veteran, but what you don't know is that I went into the US Navy and I spent six years in there as a Jamaican citizen. I was actually holding a green card when I went into the US Navy. A lot of people don't know that. And so I wasn't a citizen, I was a resident. And I went in there and I spent six years in the Navy and I learned a lot. You know, I was already in love with engineering and, and it just took me to the next level. And when I got out, I realized that I'm one of the fortunate ones. I didn't get injured. I got a chance to learn something, but there were a lot of others that got injured and didn't get a chance to learn anything. And so over the years, as I became an engineer, um, you know, I started this program in the company that I'm with now where uh, veterans um, matter. Veterans that can't find a home matter. So for the last several years, I've been feeding homeless veterans. And a lot of you guys don't know that. I don't have to share it because that's who I am. That's the core of who I am. I've always been this way. I've always been of service to people. I think it's so important that you have to be like that because 
That's the only way you're going to figure out how you can be moved in the right direction. So that's what I've always done. I've always been in service. Ten years before this, I volunteered um, in the city and even knew who I was. I actually met most of the people that see me in the hall now through volunteering. So it's always been important to me to keep this going in the right direction. And I think that when you're service to someone, you it's a thankless job, but you have to do it. It has to be done and it has to be recognized as something that you should do. Um, a couple more things before I go. Um, yes, Alan Weeks did ask me to run. And ironically enough, I did run when I came to that council meeting. And um, so, you know, I went back and decided to do this uh, joint election thing with Mike Keenan. This is uh, from 2015. Yes, we were the first to do the joint uh, campaigning. And I just wanted to extend appreciation to Mike Keenan for still continuing to volunteer for the city and lending his ear and lending his advice. And, you know, he, um, he, he didn't really get bitter about um, not being a part of council. He actually wanted to continue to help the city. So really appreciate that. Um, I wanted to also ask everyone, um, does everyone know what the image of Lathrop is? I mean, if we think about it, it could be the gazebo, right? Could be this building, could be our police officers because they do such a great job. It could even be our city manager or our mayor or our mayor pro tem. But the, the sad reality is, is that our image right now is a broken down school, which is right over here because everyone drives by that school and they think that's what Lathrop Village is. And Lathrop is not that. And I know that the owners for this school have plans for it. And I know people thought I was getting played by meeting with them for five years straight every single day, calling, texting, meeting in person to try to realize some, some uh, efforts and some renderings and even meeting with the, with the architect. But the fact of the matter is you can't give up when it comes to realizing the city's full potential. So I would encourage the new council, even though you didn't have it on any campaign speech or anything, please continue to reach out to the owner of the school because they want to do something good. They really do. All right, so I'm going to just jump down to the bottom here. Um, you know, we do this for free all the time, right? But I, I really believe from this point forward, we should try to find some money to pay the council people. Here's, here's the reason why I say this. You, you're not, you're just hindering yourselves from bringing uh, people that really want to move the city forward. So if you're, if, if the mayor uh, and the pro tem and the city manager will decide along with the new council to do this, well, let it be tied to something, whether it's a job assignment or attendance, or just try to flesh that out. I think it should be done. I think we should consider it. Uh, for example, I have just a handful of examples. Southfield, you know, they've, they've, um, they have uh, basically 16K for their council people and that's divided up, right? So uh, Ferndale, which is the closest number I think we probably can get to is 5K and that's annually. We can do this, and I think we should have the, the honest discussion of whether or not it should be done, all right? The last thing I wanna cover before I, I say farewell is um, Lathrop should begin to partner and advertise uh, the Southfield Academy because our residents 
are sending kids to that academy. And it's time for Lathrop to say, you know what? It could be a good um, PR for us to continue to do it. And at the same time, um, promote a school that's, that's a high achieving school. We have to do that because we're not gonna separate ourselves from Southfield. So I think we should, we should continue to do that and just be mindful that uh, you know, we're all in it together. So in two years, I anticipate that we're gonna have more representation on this council. And I'm hoping that one of these representatives that's gonna sit on council will come from our Lathrop Village LGBTQ community because their, their heart and their soul belongs in Lathrop as well. And whatever they think about Lathrop matters and it should matter to this council. It should matter because their opinions matter. They live here just like us. They're raising their children and I wanna hear their voices on this council. We've already had the most diverse council in the area. It's time to take it to the next step. So if you're out there and you're looking for motivation, this is the motivation I think you should take. All right, lastly, I'm gonna close with a poem, if you don't mind. <laughs> so this, this should uh, encapsulate everything, right? Is that okay with you? Sure. <laughs> so as soon as I uh, can open my phone, I'm gonna put my, my uh, glasses on. And this is, uh, this is a poem that got me through the Navy. This is a poem that got me through engineering school. This is a poem that got me through council. And I read this poem to uh, Mayor Pro Tem Cantor when he was hard at work on the infrastructure committee. And uh, I just needed to give him some encouragement because in the end, your hard work matters and it, it should be commended. And it should be commended that everyone here um, should take this to heart. So. So the counts, it's not the man or woman who points out how the strong man or woman stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man or woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error or shortcoming but who knows the great enthusiasm, the great devotion, who spends him or herself in worthy causes, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he or she falls, at least he or she falls while daring greatly, so that he or she place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. I thank you. God bless you. I'm out of here. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. All right. Um, well, I am not as eloquent or as complete as this man right here, <laughs> but I will say that was an excellent speech. And I think Ian covered a lot and everyone that he thanked, I thank as well. So there goes that. Um, but, and Aside from that, I'm going to keep it short. Um, I was I'm honored to serve on the city council. I've, I'm happy to have done that for the last few years. Um, my goal getting on here was just helping the community. I'm a community member, just like everybody else, and did my best to serve the community and, and move the city forward. 
Um, so I appreciate that opportunity. I appreciate everyone that supported me and the whole council and the whole city because most of our residents, you know, supported us in what we were trying to do. So I appreciate all that support. And I appreciate the people that had questions and concerns and voiced those opinions as well, because that's what we have to do. So, um, I mean, that's how a city operates. So um, thanks again for that support. And I want to thank the, my fellow council members and the mayor, the mayor pro tem, um, all the council members, uh, Donna Stallings, who I we worked with as well, um, the city administrator, the city staff, um, everyone that works with the city. I guess what I've learned since being here is that you know, I can honestly say that the people that are on the council and the staff really care about the city and have done the best they can for the city. So I think, you know, what before I was, on, I was on council, I, you know, I had questions too that, that you, know, you know, are people really working hard? Are they caring? Are they doing the best they can? But I mean, since I've been here, honestly, I could just say people do care and they, they did the best they could. There's no personal gain here. Um, people volunteer to help. And that's, that's what's great about our community. And, and so, um, you know, as I'm going out, I just, uh, you know, wish the new council well, there's new members on board, uh, which, is, which is great. So um, I hope they can find that level of caring and togetherness that I think this council had. Um, just make sure you're thinking about the city, put that first, work together, put aside differences, cannot get personal, you know, just try to move the city forward. Um, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say. And again, thank you very much. Thank you. Councilwoman Metley. So um, having been the, the shortest tenured, um, I think I served 118th of Ian's time. So I'll take 118th of the time to speak that he did. Um, but first of all, I just want to say Lathrop Village is amazing and, and so enjoyed our time there. And, you know, as I said, we, we just moved into our house here this weekend and it's been incredibly bittersweet because I love everything about Lathrop Village. And, um, my hope is that, that we will return there. Um, I did want to say that, that I appreciate the, the council and, and the members, you know, who brought me on board and, and Kelly, I just want to say that, you know, I, I so admire you for living your real truth um, and, and, and doing, you know, um, your life on your terms. And I think that's amazing. And Salim, um, the fact that you're just resolute and you're always, you know, moving, moving forward is just, you know, you're a calm presence. Um, Ian, my God, you're so passionate. Um, and sometimes I'm not always sure where you're headed, but I know, I know you're going to get us there. And I have, I have loved seeing you and, and listening to you talk about things and, you know, the, the three of us going out and, and visiting and learning more about things, um, when, when we did that was, was really, you know, awesome. And it was a great welcome. And Bruce, I just want to tell you that that I have completely appreciated um, your passion. I, I would never want to be in charge of planning and zoning. Um, and I so appreciate that that you spend time on those areas and you talk to people and you do those things. It's just 
it sometimes I think what people don't realize about city council is it can be incredibly tedious work um, to review budget sheets and to review um, ordinances and try and understand those things when, you know, Ian points out, we all do this on a volunteer basis. And so that has been an amazing um, experience. I also want to say that I appreciate the leadership courage that each of you brought to this role and um, in very different ways and some in more vocal than, than others. But I would also be remiss if I didn't talk about, um, you know, what I've seen Cheryl and Yvette and Keldon and the city folks and Scott do. I, I have so appreciated their guidance um, and their willingness, you know, to, to stand up and, and do what needs to be done. And I think that has been the thing um, in looking at the citizens and the friends and everybody that I knew in Lathrop Village that was, you know, really difficult for me was seeing people um, not put the city first in some of the, the decisions, not the current city council and, and please know or, or the current staff, but I think there was a lot of divisiveness and I hope um, as my fellow council members have mentioned that things can kind of move forward and there can be some healing and some growth. Um, and I know it's gonna take some leadership courage, but I hope that everybody will, will move forward and really put the village um, at the forefront of all the decisions that get made. And so while, you know, Ian, Ian has thanked everyone and done a beautiful job of doing that. Um, I had a quote that I wanted to share, and I think it probably best sums up um, my experience and in, in watching everything unfold in, in the election. And the other thing is that's one that's always of a particular strength to me. And um, I humbly offer it up to Kelly as, as she goes on her journey. And um, it's by Maya Angelou, and it says, I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. And so that is something that I think um, all of us can kind of put, um, you know, in our back pocket and take with us as we go, because I know each of you has brought incredible strength and passion um, to this work. And I just thank you for the ability that you brought me along at, at, you know, the end and allowed me to learn so much from the work you were doing, to learn so much from our, our passionate um, citizens in Lathrop Village, and just to be a small part of, of the work that got done. And so for that, I am incredibly, incredibly grateful. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, I, I'm not leaving, but uh, so not, not a goodbye speech. I think everybody knows that, but I, I will say that I'm going to miss working with everybody. Um, I think we've built a phenomenal team here between our council and our administrative staff. Um, it's been an honor to serve with, with everybody. Um, it's, you know, we don't always disagree, and sometimes we actually vehemently disagree, but it's always been respectful, always, which has been a pleasure to work under. Um, the support that I've received from everybody up here and, and the staff in the office has been incredible, especially over the two years when I was spending my entire life on infrastructure and roads and <laughs> every day had a new question or had a new idea that Scott would immediately shoot down because it was against the law for one reason or the other. Um, and then Cheryl would help me brainstorm with new ideas. The council would help me brainstorm with new ideas. Um, Pam would help me with the 
the financing uh, aspect of things and, and help me learn the, the just incredible, incredible labyrinth of rules that are out there for doing these kinds of projects. So um, it was it was beneficial to me. It was beneficial to the city. I appreciate everybody's support. Um, and as I said, I'm just I'm going to miss everybody uh, who's no longer going to be here. And hopefully, uh, on the new council, excited to get working with with them and and eventually our, a new uh, city administrator. And uh, what was I not supposed to say that it was in the packet? Sorry. <laughs> um, but. Uh, you know, and 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 build the same kind of relationship over over the next council, so we can continue to get things done. I think this council, you know, having lived here for over well over thirty years, uh, I, I can't remember a council who has got as much stuff done um, as this council. You know, infrastructure, roads. We've updated our ordinances. We've put in together procedures and policies. We have, uh, you know, a lot of new communication tools like the e newsletter and 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 things like that. Um, so I just think it's been a, a really good ride for the last two years. I think we've we've got a lot to be proud of, and uh, hopefully we will we'll move forward move forward yeah. from there. Yeah. Also, also I should probably thank my wife. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, so you know she's uh, she's wondering why are you doing this all again? I have to hear about this every every day for the next four years again. And uh, and uh, you know she's been she's been great and helpful. Like when when I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and her up going downstairs because I have a new idea on how to figure something <laughs> something out for the city and um but she's she's put up with a lot and I, I appreciate her support yeah so thank you everybody so um I don't even know I'll begin to know what to say at this point because so much has been taking our taken from me already. Um, I will say that this has been a, a great council to work with. And one thing that we had all agreed upon was the fact of getting stuff done. And I think that we did get a lot of things done. Um, a couple of things are still hanging out, one still in the, the packet tonight. Mm -hmm. um, but the one thing that I've also been hearing is that we, we became a family. And if you were here before this council, you know that, that our family was a little broken and that it was, we were able to bring that back in. Um, that's one thing that I do like about living in um, the city is the fact that it does feel like family. And I did not realize how much um, it felt like family until more recently. And though we, it reminded me in the fact of, you know, you can bicker, you can be in arguments, you go whatever, but when it came to something serious that happened, your family comes together and the overwhelming support that I've received still in the last couple of weeks, the last three weeks has been sincerely um, heartwarming because I mean, I opened cards and wasn't expecting cards from you know particular people because I just, just didn't think they felt me <laughs> in any way possible. But I love the fact that any disagreements that you, we had, you put it to the side because it was you know still a terrible nightmare that we walk every single day, but we show up and we do what we have to do. Um, the one thing I can say is that I do love my city. Um, I did have that challenge where someone did ask me, did I care? And I have to say, you know, um, I'm sleeping in hospital chairs, waking up and coming to um, whatever was going on in Lathrop just to make sure I showed up, but I never told you where I was coming from ever. So if that doesn't show you, you know, my amount of how much I cared about the city, I can't tell you any different. Um, I think that we are um, a city that's right on the cusp of doing something big. I don't know what that big is. I don't know if it's, are we on the right 
track of what we're doing right now or is this going to be something else because this is this is a main thoroughfare that the city has all around us how can we not be noticed um and you're right Ian the one thing that I wanted people to know is Lathrop is on the map you know and that was very important to me and I am very thrilled to have you know the lieutenant lieutenant governor come here but not only the governor did come here also mm -hmm. and i don't recall uh any governors coming here before but that's because it was just very important for me to let them know small communities need the attentions the attention also um the people that work here um the effort that has been made it's amazing um between uh pam and with cheryl um just the what you've done over and above i've driven by here in the nights that i've seen your cars here I, I just wonder every now and then does anybody else notice these these cars while you are doing your friday or saturday night thing whatever that may be but they're parked in the the, the lot trying to get things done for us and I, I really really appreciate that and though you weren't supposed to say it i'm very very um um i don't know if the right word is hurt um but saddened to see you go because regardless of whatever anyone else may think regardless of what the the thoughts are you did a hell of a job of writing this ship and i can say that because i've been sitting here for 10 years i've been sitting in this in this seat for 10 years these two seats <laughs> for 10 years um this is a phenomenal city we have some hell of a people that work here and the passion of where you live is very important because I look at our houses, I look at our lawns, I look at just our environment. It's beautiful because of the passion that each person brings. I look forward to working with our new council. I am open to make sure that we become a family, not step family, but <laughs> an actual family where we can all come together and see what our passions are and how we can put our passions together to again move the city forward so uh, i thank you all for also allowing me to be your mayor it has been a um interesting um ride it uh, had its bumps and bruises but you know um just like what don said I, I i liked what you said because resilience actually should be my middle name because baby i can take a bump and hits and i just keep on ticking for some reason so uh i thank you all so much for this council for the 2019 to, no, this is not, yeah, the 2019 to the 2021. This was a very funny council. Uh, I thought if I heard bumper blocks one more time, <laughs> we would lose a mayor pro Tim and I would be in prison because I was so sick of hearing you'll, bumper you'll, blocks. You'll hear it again. I'm sure. <laughs> you'll hear it again. So, um, and, and Scott, you know, that's all I can say. <laughs> you know, we, unfortunately, we are trauma bonded forever. Um, and thank you, Donna Stallings, for um, your time here and hated to see you leave. And I hope that everything in your life is um, well. So with that, if no one else has anything else to say. I do. Thank you, Pam. <laughs> God bless. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I really hope Ian rides out on the first scooter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I mean, and I'll give it to you all on the ends if you want to say something, a two minute two, three minutes, if you'd like to say anything before we um, I ask for a motion to adjourn. I, I just want to thank everybody on this council. It's, it's, uh, the sentiment's been echoed repeatedly, but it's very professional. 
oftentimes having different opinions, but, but working towards that common goal and putting the city first. Uh, I think you guys have done an excellent job with that. And, and likewise, my fellow staff members, uh, tireless, tireless, uh, thankless hours. <laughs> uh, so it's it's been a it's been a pleasure to work with everyone here, and looking forward to continuing that to moving the city forward. Thank you. Anything down there? I want to thank and applaud each of you. Um, people often forget that you are doing volunteer service, and and you put a tremendous amount of time and effort and passion into the work that you do. And I just want to personally thank each of you for that and for also giving me the opportunity to work alongside you and moving things in a very, very positive direction. And I'm confident that things will continue in that vein, but thank you again for this opportunity. Thank you. And I also want to, want to thank this council for helping me through the bumps and bruises mm -hmm. when I was being acting city administrator and treasurer for the length of time that I did that. I really appreciate your help and understanding. And so I really want to thank you guys. And I really appreciated working with you during that time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I would um, take a motion to adjourn, sign, and die for the 2019-2021 council. I make a motion to adjourn, sign, and die. Second. It's been moved and seconded, and we are now adjourned. Get out those seats. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mayor, if we could take about a five minute recess yeah, so we can transition. Any questions? I'll be here. Water. I was going to, but it smoked for itself. <laughs> I know, now you crazy. put your mask on after everybody's leaving. Cheryl, they should take their name plates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You sure you don't, you don't want it? I'm, I'm famous now. <laughs> <laughs> Hang it up by your hand. Suzy, how are
for me at this. How are you feeling? Pretty good. How are you? Feeling good. Oh, so just to get people. Well, they might want to be there. However, no, I can see it's not as like unfortunately you can't see if the vet's not here though. Are they gonna have to like I'm here. Okay. Okay, we're just waiting for the cameraman for the countdown. Okay. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Is that a Facebook Live? Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The meeting. Yeah, yeah. Facebook Live. Yes. Okay. Just start. Just starting. So, um, I still have rules. Can start in a couple minutes. Left office. <laughs> Sign copies. Jim, are we waiting on anything? We're not. We're not. I think everybody's ready. Yeah. 
Okay, that we're ready. Okay. I'd like to call to order the 2021-2023 City Council meeting. It is 8.07 p.m. And the first order of business, I would like to announce the election results of the November 2nd, 2021 election. And I'm just going to announce them all. And then I will administer the oath to the council elect. There was Mark Dysak, he received 354 votes. Jalen Jennings received 767 votes. Bruce Cantor received 994 votes. Karen Miller received 717 votes. Celine Siddiqui received 459 votes. And we had a write-in of Marvin Moore, he received 242 votes. Now for the term that's ending November 13th, 2023, Barbara Kness received 868 votes and Greg Ravolo II was a write-in candidate. He received 249 votes. At this time, I would like to administer the oath of office in alphabetical order. First will be Mr. Jalen C. Jennings. Good evening. If you could raise your right hand. And repeat after me. I. I. And then you now announce your name. Jalen Jenny. Do solemnly swear or affirm. Do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support the Constitution of the United States. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the State of Michigan. The Constitution of the State of Michigan. The Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. The Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. And the Ordinances of the City of Lathrop Village. And the Ordinances of the City of Lathrop Village. And I will discharge my duties of city council. And I will discharge my duties of city council. For the city of Lathrop Village, Michigan. For the city of Lathrop Village, Michigan. According to the best of my ability. According to the best of my abilities. Congratulations. There will be an oath for you to find. 
Congratulations, you're all set. Welcome. One for you and one for us. Thank you. Yeah, Doc Bruce, that, Scott, you were better the first time. Can't see it. Next. Okay. If you could raise your right hand for me, please. And repeat after me. I, I and state your name. Here. Do solemnly swear or affirm. Solemnly swear or affirm. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. And I will support the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the State of Michigan. The Constitution of the State of Michigan. The Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. And the ordinances of the city of Laker Village. And the ordinances of the city of Laker Village. And that I will discharge the duties of city council. That I will discharge the duties of city council. For the city of Laker Village, Michigan. For the city of Laker Village, Michigan. According to the best of my ability. According to the best of my ability. Thank you. Congratulations. Yep. Please sign your oath.
Hello. If you can raise your right hand for me, please. And repeat after me. I. I. And state your name, please. Barbara Canaz. Do solemnly swear or affirm. Do solemnly swear or affirm. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the State of Michigan. Constitution of the State of Michigan. The Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. The Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. And the Ordinances of the City of Lathrop Village. And the Ordinances of the City of Lathrop Village. And that I will discharge the duties of City Council. And that I will discharge the duties of City Council. For the City of Lathrop Village, Michigan for the city of Lathrop Village, Michigan. According to the best of my ability. According to the best of my ability. Congratulations. Thank you. Hello. You raise your right hand, please. And repeat after me, please. I. I. Then state your name. Karen L. Miller. Do solemnly swear or affirm. Do solemnly swear or affirm. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. 
that I will support the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the State of Michigan. Constitution of the State of Michigan. The Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. And the Ordinances of the City of Lathrop Village. And the Ordinances of the City of Lathrop Village. And that I will discharge the duties of City Council. Sorry, and I will discharge what? And I will discharge the duties of City Council. And I will discharge the duties of City Council. For the City of Lathrop Village, Michigan. For the City of Lathrop Village, Michigan. According to the best of my ability. According to the best of my ability. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay, the next order of business will be the election of the mayor. I would like to ask for nominations for the mayor for the city of Laker Village. I'll make a motion to nominate Kelly Garrett for mayor. Are there any other nominations? for the mayor. Hearing none, there will be a ballot passed down to you. Vote for one person and then return the ballots back down to the other end of the desk. Everyone take one ballot please and select one name please.
you can solve your ballots and pass them back down. Yeah, I'm watching. Oh, I'm sorry. We have the tally. Okay. There's four votes for Mayor Garrett and one vote for Karen Mill. Thank you. Our mayor is, I'd like to announce our mayor. Michael Garrett, I need to get to give you the oath of office, ma'am. If you could stand, please, and raise your right hand. I can stand right stand there. Stand there. Yeah, I think that's fine. I can see you clearly. Thank you. Repeat after me, please. I. I. And state your Michael. name. Michael Lynn Garrett. Do solemnly swear or affirm solemnly swear or affirm that I will support the Constitution of the United States, that I will support the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the state of Michigan, the Constitution of the state of Michigan, the Charter of the City of Lathrop Village, the Charter of the City of Lathrop Village, and the ordinances of the City of Lathrop Village, and the ordinances of the City of Lathrop Village, and that I will discharge my duties of mayor. And I will discharge my duties of mayor. For the city of Lathrop Village, Michigan. For the city of Lathrop Village, Michigan. According to the best of my ability. According to the best of my ability. Congratulations. Thank you. If you could please sign your, your oath of office, please. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. you have to come. Yeah. <laughs> That's not really a good All right. Yeah. 
Next, I would like to ask for nominations for Mayor Pro Tem for the City of Lakeford Village. I move to nominate uh, Bruce Cantor for Mayor Pro Tem. Thank you. I move to Jalen Jennings. Thank you. So right now I have two nominations on the floor, one for Bruce Cantor and the other for Jalen Jennings. Are there any other nominations for Mayor Pro Tem? Hearing none, the same process, a ballot will be passed down to you. Vote for one person and then send it back down to the ladies on the end. Madam Clerk, we have the results of the election. Thank you. Uh, we have two votes for Council Member Jennings and three votes for Council Member Cantor. Can you repeat, repeat that for Council Member Jennings? I didn't hear that number. Two votes. Two. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Three to two. Thank you. I will need to swear in. Bruce Cantor for Mayor Pro Tem. I. I, Bruce Cantor. Do solemnly swear or affirm. Solemnly swear or affirm. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. I'll support the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the State of Michigan. Constitution of the State of Michigan. The Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. Charter of the City of Lathrop Village. And the ordinances for the City of Lathrop Village. And the ordinances for the City of Lathrop Village. And that I will discharge my duties of Mayor Pro Tem. 
And I will discharge my duties of Mayor Pro Tem. For the city of Lathrop Village, Michigan. City of Lathrop Village, Michigan. According to the best of my ability. According to the best of my abilities. Congratulations. Please sign your oath, please. Well, congratulations to everyone. Yes. Um, yes, and I will turn this meeting back into the hands of Mayor Garrett. Thank you all. Thank you. Um, I will call to order the City Council meeting of the 2021 to 2023. Roll call, please, Madam Clerk. Roll call and I will need everyone to state their current location and County, Mayor Garrett. Here in Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Mayor Pro Tempanter. Present, Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Council Member Jennings. Jalen Jennings, Lathrop Village, Oakland County. Council Member Kanaz. Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. And Councilmember Miller. Here, uh, Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Madam Mayor, you have a quorum. Thank you so much. First up is the approval of the agenda. Who would like to make a motion? I'll make a motion to approve the agenda. It needs to be second. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Yes. Um, I have a question on uh, the buffer zone for the marijuana dispensaries. Is that I'm not sure if it goes in here um, since you, the minutes uh, approved. Um, this is just the for the, the agenda that what's on the agenda right here. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, it's, all, I mean, it's fine. It's only what's on the agenda, what we're looking at. Oh, okay. I don't think it's on there right now. Any it's other? It's not an approval of minutes. Pardon me? It's not in the approval of the minutes. This is the approval of the agenda. Okay. Any other discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Mayor Garrett. Yes. Council Member Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member Kanaz. Yes. And Council Member Miller. Yes. Motion carried for approval of the agenda. Thank you. Next is a consent agenda. All items listed under consent agenda are considered to be routine and non-controversial by the city council and will be approved by one motion. There will be no separate discussion. If a discussion is desired, 
that item or items will be removed from the consent agenda and discussed separately immediately after consent agenda approval in its normal sequence on the regular agenda. First up is the approval of minutes. Study session minutes, October 18th, 2021, and the special city council meeting minutes, November 1st, 2021. I'll make a motion to approve the minutes from the study session of October 18th, 2021, and for the special city council meeting on November 1st, 2021. Second. It's been moved and second. Now, there is no discussion with there. there was something that you wanted to pull out of it. Yes. Okay, what did you want to pull out? The uh, November 1st, where they approved the application process. There's some information that is was provided to applicants that isn't doesn't appear to be correct. So, to make a motion. so, so no, the appropriate way to handle that is because there's uh, discussion desired with respect to that item. The special approval of the special city council meeting minutes for November 1st, 2021 will be handled uh, after the approval of the consent agenda. So the consent agenda approval now would only encompass the study session minutes from October 18th, 2021. Okay, thanks. Yep, so I'll, I'll amend my motion to approve the minutes of the study session of October 18th, 2021. It needs to be second. Second. It's been moved and second. There's no further discussions for that particular um, item. Roll call, please. Roll call. Council Member Jennings? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Council Member Kanez? Yes. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Yes. Thank you. Council Member Miller? Yes. And Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried for the study session minutes of November 18th, 2021. Thank you. So now we can go back to the discussion of the special city council meeting minutes, November 1st, 2021. Well, you should uh, entertain a motion, yeah. Madam Mayor, for approval of that. And then if there's any correction oh, through the discussion. Okay, what uh, our city attorney said. So I'll take a motion. Uh, to approve the minutes of the special city council meeting minutes, November 1st, 2021. I would like to make a motion to approve the special city council meeting minutes for November 1st, 2021. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Now we can talk? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Um, a resident brought it to my attention that the marijuana ordinance buffer map uh, does not include Crescent Academy. Um, I reached out to the mayor. She said that it did include the academy and that um, it was supposed to be 500 feet. Um, it's actually supposed to be 1,000 feet. And if I did a radius around the uh, Crescent Academy, 1,000 feet is uh, 0.189 miles. So I did a radius of 0.18 miles and um, it comes across 12 mile road. So it is, it is not on the map that is being presented to applicants. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure how that can be amended. At least it's not on the map that's showing on the city's website. So most likely that's gonna have to be under new business because from what I'm reading in the minutes, there's nothing about the buffer in the um, November 1st meetings. But or the map I is part of the application process, I believe, is included in the application process. Right, and I, I believe, so the, the, yeah. so the, when approving the minutes, you're just approving what is, is presented as what was taken at the meeting. The, well, the map that would be included in the buffer zone 
the burden is on the applicant to do the research and make sure that there's no schools or church or sorry schools or parks or other areas that will be precluded within the, the required buffer distance because sometimes um, especially with schools like that they may pop up in a new location or a, a church or facility so it, it is it is the burden of the applicant to provide uh, verification that their their location is not so it was actually brought up at the planning commission. I think um, Jason Hammond verified that that school is is in fact operational. They were shut down for a period of time. No, they've been there for several years. Okay, well, that, I'm just relaying what was conveyed by the planner. So, uh, but that that is that is a, a, an active school, and that is something that any applicant within a thousand feet would have to disclose um, on on their. So the map is not absolute, and that's subject to change based upon the current uses in the. Okay, but can that be updated on our website? And I'm sorry, you know, I mean, I wasn't part of the last meeting, so I don't know if I can approve your minutes or not because I, you know, wasn't here. So wasn't, you know, didn't know where that fit. Okay, yeah, no, that's something that um, we can address, but not as part of the, wouldn't be as part of the minutes, but definitely I think uh, Susie's still here. Um, okay, thanks. Any other discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member Knetz. Yes. Council Member Miller. No. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Council Member Jennings. Yes. Motion carry to approve the November 1st, 2021 special city council meeting minutes. Thank you. You're Next welcome. up we have uh, disbursement reports for month for month of October, 2021. I'll make a motion to approve the disbursement report for the month of October, 2021 for a total of 730,500, $730,570.21 comprised of approximately 490,000 from our general fund, 29,000 from our major road fund, 29,000 from our local road fund, uh, nothing from the capital fund, about 33,000 for the, the DBA and 149,000 for the water and sewer department fund. When can we ask questions about this? After the, after after the second. 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 <laughs> it's been moved in second. Oh, I'm um, sorry. I didn't. I didn't hear the motion. Who motioned? Who made the motion? I motioned to the vet first. Okay. Thank you. And second by Jennings. Thank you. Um, it's been moved and second. Is uh, there any discussion? Yes. Can I can ask. Yes. Can I go through the? Yes. Okay. All right. I apologize, this is a new opportunity to ask questions. Um, I uh, was wondering the uh, cable television, we've- Can you provide the page numbers? Yes, I'm sorry, page uh, bottom right, 14. Let's see what it says. 
CB Studios, we paid $8,122.58 for uh, cable television. I was just wondering, is that the usual monthly bill? Is there more that uh, comes up with that? How, how is that paid? That is for the um, council meetings being taped. Um, the gentleman working in the, um, actually Jim Nelson, our cable guy, that is his wages. Plus there's additional things, like if we have additional council meetings, different things, that amount could change. Yes. Okay, so that's a per month amount? Correct. Okay, thank you. Um, also, there's several uh, instances where it says card member services. Is that credit cards? Those are credit cards, and we only have so much room we can put anything on. Uh -huh. So we try to pick out the biggest items to put on as a description, but that's all we can do because there might be a, somebody might have had to go get a battery, and it might have cost $3. We're not going to, you okay. know, because we only have a certain, as you can see, yep. a description. So okay. that is what that is. And then how many credit cards are there in the city? Um, I think five, if I'm just counting off the top of my head. Okay. Is there a list available of who has a credit card and what could, it can be used for that we could have this some other time? I don't know. Maybe that right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. Um, also, Karen, there's. Karen, can yeah. I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Pam, Pam. Going back to the CD Studios, I, I, I don't think it's that that same amount every month. I think no, it's, depend, I said, it's dependent upon how many activities we have, if there's right. festivals and things. But like it that. is a monthly amount. Right. It, it comes right. on there monthly, yeah. but it's not that. Because we pay them once a month. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, Oakland Schools newsletter, two thousand eight hundred and sixty dollars. What What is that? That is for them printing out printing our newsletter, and um, that's also mailing or getting it ready for mailing. Yes. The R Town. Yes. Okay. And is that has that been bid out? Is that something that um, do they have a better price for us than say Zip or a local another local? We were using Zip at one time, mm -hmm. and um, I think it was checked into for prices. Okay. Great. Thank you. Uh, the uh, page uh, fifteen. First section administration, we have elections. We had uh, $1,100 for payroll and $2,210.17 for elections specialists. I know that was for um, Angela that was brought in. Correct. It, was there a contract? How, what was, there was a contract with Angela. Okay, and, and why is one payroll and one is election specialist? Does it just depend on different accounts that it came out of? Or? It should be out of the same account or is it a different? Um, no, it's broken out. I guess it is same up, broken out twice in two different places. It's just um, who put it in as a description. Okay. When they were doing accounts payables. Okay. Um, and then in the next section, building and grounds, we have uh, $1,680 to allied building services for building maintenance. Is that for repairs or, or cleaning? For repairs? Yes. yes. Okay, not cleaning. Okay. okay. All right, page uh, 16. Um, there is in the, uh, October, we paid $33,322.51 to Lathrop Services uh, for public services. That is a contract that we have with our DPS for our DPS. Okay. And that includes, 
Can you yeah, the so snow get snow plowing, the plowing of the road or the um, grading of the roads, the checking water meters, going out and doing our water reads, leaves, leaves. leaves. There's yeah. a bunch of things. Yeah. And, you'll, okay. and you'll see that split. split yeah, I see a, a split out of, about it through multiple right. accounts, Correct. local road fund, major road fund. That's all the DPW. Is there a, a contract a breakdown of the contract or? Um, that's available. There's a breakdown of what um, funds they're coming out of. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, page 19. Um, there is maintenance of sewage. From seven one to nine thirty, eighteen thousand seven hundred fifty dollars, and then there's also wastewater disposal of eighty eight thousand sixty eight dollars and seventy five cents. That is our charges for our disposal of our sewer going out of the city and our water. Okay, that's that's uh, Sakwa. Sakwa that uh, and um, Okay. And Oakland County, that 88,000, is that something that we've had in our budget for it's several years? Yeah. Okay. It, it might change every year, but okay. it is a contract that we do have with them. So. Okay. All right. Um, and I've noticed this before. Uh, page 22, community center expenditure. Um, I've seen that on the budgets over several years. What is what is the community that? center? Is anything to do with the community center that we have in the back of their building? And it's. Um, the expenditures are for cleaning the for cleaning it. Um, when there's parties there, things like that. There's just a you know if we have to have something fixed in the kitchen that okay. would come out of community center expenses anything like that for the okay. community room. Okay, okay, because the cleaning and all that kind of stuff there's that's separate usually covered by cliff, right? But that is included in. Oh, the, that's in the, in that. Some of it is okay. included in there. Yes. Okay. All right. So when I guess it's cleaning up from parties, that. it would be taken out of the community room expenditures. Okay. All right. Okay. Great. Um, I guess that's it in that section, and then in the revenue and expenditure report. Actually, that's where that was. Uh, page twenty-three. Um, it shows elections, the available balance is a deficit. There's several places where there's a deficit. What? There will be budget amendments done. When we do our original budget, we're doing it. And that's why we had the vote for it to, to come in June because we are on, we don't get all of our figures in by the time we have to have it done for May. Okay. Um, we're still waiting on figures, the election. Um, this is an unusual year and there were more expenses to the election, but we will do a, um, any deficits that there is. We do budget amendments ju uh, January and June. Okay, great. And the same thing with the building grants. That's also a deficit. That's um, that one was changed. Or? That one was changed. Building grants has been. I did journal entries on it because there was two wrong things in that account. So that should be zero. Oh, okay. And right. I think I just did them here in November. So okay. Um, sorry. Uh, page thirty one expenditures um, under the water department. There's a budget amount for 2021-22 for employee taxes and benefits, and it's 168,990. That is the retirees. That's, the retirees. That's the retirement. Okay. Yep, retirees. Okay. Oh. Their medical, their pension, things like that. 
Okay. And then this water system maintenance, that's 90,000. Is that part of what Ari asked about? Or that's that in is the water system maintenance is for the retention tank. It's for the retention tank. The Oakland County, we have a um, contract with Oakland County to take care of the retention tank, so I don't have to do it anymore. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, uh, page 32, we have set aside $860,000 for water meter replacements. Um, That's part of the capital improvement fund. Right. Okay. capital improvements that we have bonded for. Right, right. Okay. All right. I guess we'll have further discussion about the water replacement programs. Uh, I mean, the water meter replacement. Uh, then the retention tank repairs on that same page, 550,000. That's another thing. Yep. Okay. Capital improvement. Okay. Uh, and then we've got a uh, net of revenues and expenditures available balance were minus $1,411,132 and six cents. Is that? I would have to look at that. I'm sorry, Karen. That's okay. That's total. That's total for everything. That's your general, your everything. Okay. But, but why are we, the available balance is negative. That's just have, money hasn't been transferred yet, or it should. This is our, this is the activity for the month. This mm -hmm. is where we are year to date is here. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure. I would have to look into that. Okay, for you. I okay. can get you an answer. Okay, thank you. I can you. get you an answer on that one. All right, thank you. Um, that's it. Thank you. You're welcome. Any further questions? No. I would. Sam, I would think you're probably waiting on your tax revenue. That's why that's that negative. Right. Well, okay. the tax revenue has come in, but we well, still the, have the some. The winter for, yeah. this, for this budget year, that's why. Well, the winter won't, because we get all of ours in the summer, but we still have some that are outstanding, yes. And we won't get that until probably April when we do the settlement. I'll look into it. Any other questions? Need a roll call on this. <laughs> Make sure where we were at. Yeah. Need a roll, roll call. Roll call. Council Member Kanaz. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Council Member Kanaz. Yes. Thank you. Council Member Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Council Member Jennings? Yes. And Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Motion carried for approval of the disbursement report. Um, now we'll go into um, our departmental reports. Anything from the DDA? Want to stand out? Huh? No. I don't need a motion to approve the departmental report. Generally, you take one motion to approve right. all okay. of them. Yeah, I'll make a motion to Thank approve you. the department report. Need a second? Second. It's been moved a second. Is there any discussion of any of the departmental reports? I have one quick question, um, and it's for Susie. So she's 
around here. Um, can you can you refresh my memory on the uh, the community navigator program? So the Community Navigator Program is an initiative actually by Oakland County uh, Economic Development, and they have set aside $3 million to develop this program countywide, and essentially they will be embedding uh, small business assistance staff um, into, I think it's eight communities, um, Lathrop Village being one of them. Uh, this person will um, provide, be providing services that are very similar to what was offered in their one-stop shop. So they'll help with uh, drafting of uh, grants, business plans, they can help with demographics and market studies, um, and really trying to offer a wide variety of services uh, to our local area. So they will, um, they have hired this and this person will be entirely uh, funded through the county. There is no financial outlay by the city of Lathrop Village. Uh, we will be providing some office space to this individual. Um, probably hanging out in Corey's office, to be honest with you. Um, and they will be, uh, um, it is anticipated that interviews will be in mid-December and that they would ultimately start sometime in January or February, but that timeline that we would based on county resources. That's great. And so is it, is it, uh, is, is, is the person who's going to be here, is that going to be full-time, part-time? Uh, not, not yet determined? Not yet determined, though I do believe they're leaning towards a full-time individual. Um, and so we can expect that they'll be able to assist us um, and bring additional capacity to uh, the DDA and uh, city business development efforts. Um, they'll be hosting events here. We'll be working very closely with them. Oh, that's great. Okay, thank you. Any other questions of departmental reports, specifically DDA or any of the departmental reports? Hearing none, I'll take a roll call, please. Roll call, Council Member Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. And Councilmember Kanez. Yes. Motion carry for approval of the department reports. Thank you. Um, we come to a part on our um, agenda where we can have public comments from the audience regarding items that's on the agenda and speakers are limited to three minutes. Is there anyone that would like to speak? There are no hands raised at this time, Mayor Garrett. Okay. Hmm. Hey, 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 hey. Oh. Yes, I want to speak. This is Rob. Uh, okay, so is this going to be, you're, you want to speak about something that's on the agenda? I do. This is Rob Tamarelli. Are you speaking to me? Yes. Yes, I have a, a brief uh, PowerPoint presentation should last a little over two minutes. 
So I'd like to share my screen. Um, are we should, we're not, um, what do we just say about the whole electronics and sharing the screen onto the Zoom on the cities? Generally, it's not permissible to, I mean, a, an individual can address the council during the public comment if they wanted to make a presentation. Generally, they would want to work that out beforehand so that so you can go through that and make sure there's no uh, issues. I'm not sure what what the gentleman wishes to speak on. Though. I'm interested okay. in speaking about the Plant Moran uh, water or the Plant Moran annual water. Uh, annual audit for the city of Lathrop Village, specifically in regards to the water audit. I provided uh, the city administrator a copy of the PowerPoint. I don't know if she shared it with everyone or not. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, that's not a part of the agenda um, at this time. Well, both, both, both the water meters as part of the uh, budget are uh, on the are on the agenda, and uh, the approval of the minutes regarding the audit report was also approved. So I don't know. You don't have two and a half minutes. Then tell me you don't want to hear about it. What we can do is we're you losing can, um, two, speak. We're losing two hundred thousand gallons of water a day in the city. And if you don't want to hear about the research I've done on it, I'll. I'll bring it in a more appropriate forum. We can have the discussion at the next public com uh, comment because that's not a part of the agenda right now. At the end of the meeting. At the end of the meeting. Yeah, Thank we, you. We definitely want to hear what you have to say. And we saw the presentation, we did get it, but it's at the end of the meeting. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to speak uh, regarding any items that's on the agenda? Okay, hearing none, we'll go into the public hearing. First one up is the public hearing for the Community Development Block Grant Program Year 2022. City Administrator. Thank you, um, Mayor Garrett. And I'm trying to find the page in my packet. Page 95. Thank you. This is the annual um, request for the Community Development Block Grant Program that we um, work with in partnership with Oakland County. And this year, the request is for, I'm still looking for the page. $7,000. Um, the project amount would be allocated for $3,500 for senior services and $3,500 for transportation services, primarily for our senior population. Thank you. Is there anyone that would like to speak regarding the public hearing regarding the community development black grant? Madam, Madam Mayor, I do want to make note that Haven did submit a letter as they do um, each year in regards to their request. For Haven though. Yes, right. We have to explain. Haven and uh, the CBDG is two different ones, right? Same. Oh, it's okay. an eligible program that you can spend money on with your CDG grant. Um, okay. 
and so they have a written um, public comment for it. So, uh, Madam um, City Manager, go ahead if you'd like to read that. <laughs> or skim it. It's, I mean, it's been included and provided to council. It doesn't necessarily have to be read in its entirety. And it's in your, it's in your packet. And it looks like they were asked. Summary of it, please. Their actual ask is for $2,500 for fiscal year 21-22. And is for services that they provide for those who are um, subject of domestic violence and sexual assault. Thank you. Can we ask questions now? Sure. Uh, is this the same money that was uh, allocated towards the van previously? Yes. And is that $3,500 again going to be going towards the van? The van is paid for. It is. Mm -hmm. um, out of our funds. If I might respond, Mayor Garrett. Yes. The van was paid for through a combination of community development black grant dollars, grant dollars, as well as um, funding from SMART. Okay. It was in excess of 20,000 from SMART. Okay. And we took 20,000 out of our budget to pay for it? Whatever the balance okay. was. Okay. Okay. And what is that van used for? It's primarily used for transportation for seniors for various programs that they participate in. Okay, thank you. Any other questions? Any public comment? No Thank you. Closing the public hearing, going to action items for consideration and approval. The first one is for the Community Development Block Grant CDBG application program year 2022. We would like to make a motion for it. Suggested motions at the bottom of uh, page 97. I'll make a motion to adopt the attached resolution regarding the proposed use of the program year 2022 community development block grant funds in the approximate amount of seven thousand dollars. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Mayor Garrett. Yes. Council Member Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member Kanez. Yes. And Council Member Miller. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next action item request for consideration and approval is the RFP responses for the real estate professional service for the house for the house and woods property. Mayor and council members, um, some of you may recall that we recently issued the RFP for real estate services relative to the sale of the property commonly referred to as the House in the Woods property. We did receive two responses. Those are identified in your packet. One was CAC Real Estate Services. The other was Keller Williams um, with John Rood as the associate. Those um, responses were received by the clerk, myself, and Susie Steck. Susie Steck and I both scored the um, responses, and that information is provided in your packet. The highest score was Keller Williams Root Associates, and they are being recommended for your consideration. Thank you. Would like to make a motion? 
I would like to make a motion to award the bid for real estate services to Keller Williams uh, slash Rudd Associates for the house in the woods property located at 919600 Forest Drive and authorize the city attorney to review, prepare and prepare appropriate contract documents for council's consideration. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. There's um I'm still wondering about uh the in the in the comprehensive plan, this nine uh nine home. What page are you on? I'm sorry, it's it's in the comprehensive plan. That was a, a conceptual um uh, just an idea that was prepared by the planning department. Two of these here. Uh it, that was never uh, a concrete solidified plan. One of the things that council had asked the planners to provide them, which were a couple of different options for that parcel. Um, it's kind of been, uh, we've been in a holding pattern since the, it burned down 12, 13 years ago. Uh, and we, we really haven't made much progress on it. So one, one of the things they were looking for were redevelopment possibilities. Um, I, to say it was received unfavorably would probably be an understatement. Yeah. It was a brainstorming idea that just never got any traction. Okay, but it's still included in our July 2021 master yeah. comprehensive plan. Okay, as that, an, that's as an example. Huh? As an example, I don't it doesn't, I'm not sure if it says it's an example. And also have the residents around that property been contacted about any of this? They've told me they haven't, so just like contacted them what regards like about the RFP or about that just uh, just that about concept. the whole just about the whole project the, the concept the RFP that was know. part of um, that was part of the comments that we received as we were going through the comprehensive plan uh, process that we did hear from those residents and their concerns about the density of that project but again that was just presented as a concept for um, to get people to think out of the box. Okay. So then the ordinances would have to be changed as far as 150-foot depth lots and that kind of thing? Right now, it's zoned as R3 cluster housing, so they can either, their options, and correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, their options are to uh, develop the property within the accordance of the standards already in the ordinance for under R3. Um, they could do a condo development, or they could even possibly do, they can't do they cannot do a PV, so they could either do um, clusters. So zone the same. The, the homes that are there right now are condos. I, Detached whole, condos. The, the ordinance, the zoning ordinance, has not changed for those for those properties. So it's still zoned R three, and I believe that's what it, it was zoned when those homes were. But first it is developed. a part. But it isn't part of that kind of development. No, it is not a part of that kind of development. It's a separate parcel, as I understand it. Okay. And, there, and just to add to the point, there was, and it may be time to revisit it again, but there was uh, input solicited from the residents that were adjacent to that, but that's been about you know, five years. And again, Pam's probably the only one that remembers, well, Pam and Kelly, but it's probably been five or six years since we did that. Um, the time Andy Potter was the administrator and he sought their input back with respect to what they desired to see there, whether it be, uh, there were, ideas of, uh, I don't know why I keep looking at the, you, but um, they were talking about like a 
tennis court or something or pickleball or something like that. I think they had, and ultimately, I think the overwhelming sense is that the residents just wanted it to be sold and, and turned into another residence, uh, residential property. So they, they didn't really like the idea of utilizing it for something else that may attract or draw people in. And again, it's been it's been a number of years since. Wasn't the property deeded to the city and it was supposed to remain as a nature preserve? No, it, uh, the city took uh, ownership of the property after the fire because the, the there was no uh, there was no the bank had default they had defaulted on the loan so the bank wasn't going to pay for the demolition so the city in exchange for paying for the demolition acquired the ownership of the property um, there were no contingencies or requirements on, on their acquisition of it and it has always been the desire of the council the councils I should say to recoup those costs that were expended um, in, in the, not only the destruction of the, the home, but the maintenance of it there on. There was a period of time where a, a group had offered uh, or desired to turn it into a nature preserve. Um, there was several different leaders of that group, but they never really got in a lot of different designs and concepts, but none of it really ever came to fruition. My recollection was there's a lot of um, disagreement amongst the group members as to the direction they wanted to go. And ultimately, uh, city council, uh, they were allocating, I believe it was $5,000 a year towards that group. Uh, ultimately, they decided to, to no longer allocate those funds and, and move forward with marketing the, the property. And that's, that's kind of where we, how we've gotten to this point. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't really had a whole lot of interest. Uh, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a combination of lack of interest and lack of effort. Uh, on both parts, but trying to get uh, trying to get someone that's interested in developing that property. Yeah, and for for reference, we're, we're about we're about ninety thousand dollars, if I remember correctly, in terms of the city's expenses mm -hmm. since it was since it was developed. Probably also, more than that yeah. now, but yeah, that's roughly. And and also, wasn't when they when they when Potter pulled the neighbors, wasn't one of the options that was presented to them as well as possibly splitting up the yeah that, the land? that they were going to. Divided up into twelve pie-shaped pieces and right. and deed them all to the individuals. Uh, again, that was not to. I don't think anybody wanted to take on that responsibility. So, does it go into the? I mean, the, the condo development has a commons area that is common to all of them, and they do own it, and it's in their deeds and whatever. I had one of these houses listed. Um, so, you know, I guess I'd like to see the actual property because then do they also get a piece of the center or no so unless it was included so the condominium designation and development is, is typically a is just really a, a format that a builder or developer will use to to organize a master deed for a, a series of parcels so that there's common bylaws um, beyond that it, you know all of those streets are public streets in that area that parcel is not included i believe it was sold off by the original owner <laughs> To that developer who then created the condo district for the, the adjacent parcels. Mm -hmm. um, well, because they have to have a, a condo condominiums have to have a special mortgage and all kinds of things. It's not right. just it's, a regular. It's, I had suggested rezoning all of that because it's <clears throat> kind of a pain for owners of those homes to have to sell as a condo because there's so many 
requirements to be able to sell, to be able to get a mortgage and all those kinds of things. So the condominium designation though is not dependent upon the zoning, it's dependent upon the developer. So it could be, it could be planted and developed as a subdivision or as a condominium. Oftentimes developers go with the condominium route and, and that's been a trend probably more so recently than previously because it's easier for them to develop it. But yeah, the detached condos right. were a big thing in the 90s in Michigan. And like that was the way to go. Yeah. Some board that they have that responsibility right. until right. their infrastructure is okay. failed. So not the best methodology, but that's kind of what we're stuck with. But it's that's not a, that choice is not made by the city. It's made by the individual developer. And that could still be an, an option if, for someone else who comes in? It could be. I, um, the most recent example we had one was over here where they, they balked on the idea of condominiums when they realized that they had to take additional steps. So okay. I, I haven't seen, I mean, the city hasn't had a whole lot of development of a substantial size. I don't anticipate that this parcel would, someone would develop it as a condominium. They always could, but it's, it's pretty unlikely because realistically, you might get one or two, you know, homes out of that property. Okay. And that's, I think, kind of what council was hoping to get was maybe some feedback from a realtor that had an idea or had an individual, and we just haven't, had, like I said, we just haven't had that. Well, the city, the, I, I didn't really think there was a vision for the property because I know when the first RFP went out, I, as a realtor, read it and I was like, I don't even know, what are you, what are you looking for? What, so the, do, you, what yeah, do you want? So initial, I think it's been tweaked. Yeah, the initial RFP went out, uh, was, was trying to actually solicit ideas. Okay. Um, we were, the city was looking for uh, individuals to come to the city with a concept. You know, again, something like what uh, the planners prepared. Again, not that that's what the city was looking for, but just different concepts, ideas. different ideas and uses for that property. Okay. Um, again, didn't happen. Uh, and then the decision was made by the council to ultimately just list the property and let the market decide what, what would be. go there. Okay. And I think we had uh, maybe one offer that was received for a very small amount, uh, less than half of what the city's expenditures outstanding were. So, uh, and again, I think there was, you know, Maybe a little disconnect with the yeah. There were some other issues, <laughs> so, which council has brought up previously. Yeah. So, um, okay. Thank you. Hoping, hoping that maybe this be the this be the time for us to. Um. Is there any further questions? Hearing none. Roll call, please. Roll call. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member Kanez? No. Council Member Miller? No. And Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried. Next up, we have the professional services contract with Hubble. Roth and Clark Environmental Engineering Services for MS4 and Stormwater Permit Requirements. Thank you, Mary, Mayor Garrett. Um, this is in regards to the services that we received from Hubble, Roth and Clark. They are an environmental engineering um, contracted firm and they assist us as indicated with our um, MS4 permit and a number of other environmental permits, um, specifically the stormwater permit requirements that are required by the uh, Michigan Eagle Department. 
So this would be to officially contract with them for providing those support services. Motion. I'll make a motion to approve the proposal from Hubble Lockett Park uh, for environmental engineering uh, and stormwater requirements in the amount uh, of $7,825 and authorize the mayor to sign the agreement and any, any related documents. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Is, is this an increase from, from last year or is it the same? It's in the same ballpark. Um, there was some additional work, I think, in regards to the MS4 project. Right. Okay. Thank you. Any further questions? Roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Councilmember Kanez. Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. And Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Now we'll have the first reading amendment to the Stormwater Management Ordinance, Chapter 30, Article 2. So uh, I can address it from, from the city minister I'd like to, but basically, um, EGLE provided us with language that they wanted for stormwater management, and then they're updating that and making changes uh, with respect to the standards that are currently set by Oakland County. So that's what uh, this is. It, it, for the benefit of new council members, um, adoption of ordinances, there's a first reading and then a second reading of a subsequent meeting. So the, the motion would be to approve the first, or the requested motion tonight would be to approve the first reading of the amendment uh, and scheduled for a second meeting, second reading at your December meeting. I would like to approve the first reading of the amendment to the stormwater management ordinance. I'll second that motion. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Councilmember Kanez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. We'll now go into this administrator's report. Thank you. And um, with your permission, I'd like to first just provide kind of a summary of our, our year in review to give you some highlights. It's, um, it's been an exceptional two years, I would say, um, just being in the COVID environment and still maintaining operations. So um, we have a phenomenal team with our administration, our consultants, our elected leaders. So I did not want to miss an opportunity to just relatively briefly <laughs> highlight some of our accomplishments. For one, we, we maintained a safe workplace. We have not had any outbreaks 
based on the um, the people who will work here or are visiting our building. We've made every effort to keep everyone safe. In light of the communicate. Um, the communicable diseases that are present, we've made some modifications to our operations. We have the Municode meetings, which um, everyone's participating in today. And um, for the first time, we are also simultaneously being available on Zoom as well as live streaming on Facebook. We have, um, in addition, our website has been refreshed we have the ability for staff to make those updates instantaneously, which is a um, tremendous um, resource instead of having to contact the IT person to be making those updates. Social media is far more robust than it ever was. There's ups, updates constantly. Our meetings are, are linked there through the YouTube videos. See, so click fix. I was honestly re resistant. <laughs> to spending the money for, for that particular platform. Um, but it is really catching on and people are using it. It's a mechanism for us to track the work orders as well as for residents to be kept informed in terms of the status of their inquiries for service. The e-newsletter, which is going out every single week. And thank you, Corey, for taking the yeoman's part of that off of my plate. But we have over... Um, 1300 weekly subscribers. So in terms of getting information out, this is a tremendous tool for our residents. The sanitary retention tank, and you're welcome, Pamela, <laughs> <laughs> is now under a negotiated agreement with Oakland County Water Resource Commissioner for the operations and maintenance and the bond will allow for the future upgrades as we become part of the system, the chapter 20 drain system relative to increasing our capacity and which will hopefully result in fewer um, basements being um, filled with undesirable items. Point and pay. Um, part of what we did as we were trans, um, transitioning to doing more things online, people are now able to get permits online as well as pay for them, schedule their inspections. Utility bills are viewable online. So you can see your water bill, you can see the history and you can make the payments online. You can see your usage. We have the approval of the, um, the 5 million in grants for the street improvement projects, as well as the 5 million approximately for the water and capital improvement projects. And those are moving forward. And I don't wanna take Bruce's um, um, opportunity, but if you look at the details of what has been accomplished, it's really amazing. Unetrix is a financial transparency information um, system that makes available the financials of the city online. And we have a financial rating of zero, which is actually the highest score you can get relative to your financial um, stability of a community. Special events, we've had the 65th anniversary, we've had the Caribbean Fest, we've had ladies in leadership program, new things that we brought to the community. We also had the um, summer student interns and Councilman Jennings, I know that you're very interested in that. So we've had college students and high school students assisting the administration, Parks and Recreation and the DDA. And we look forward to keeping um, that type of support going on. The recreation van, as was mentioned previously, was acquired and it primarily supports our senior programming trips and transportation and our seniors absolutely love their outings. We do have some challenges in getting drivers. 
and you only need a regular driver's license and a check of your driving record in order to drive the van. So we're looking for volunteers for anyone who wants to <laughs> escort our seniors on some of their day trips. We also have had a major expansion in regards to diversity, equity, and inclusion. We've had the Dr. King celebration, the African-American History Month celebration, diversity champion awards, and the Juneteenth celebration. Relative to our departments, we've had performance measures instituted, and you'll be getting a final update on those at your December meeting. The police contracts were successfully negotiated, as well as um, negotiating favorable terms with the Southfield Fire Dispatch and EMS services, because if you recall, they wanted to, um, they offered the opportunity to significantly increase the cost to us, but we were able to negotiate that to be just a standard 2% increase. And there have been um, just significant grants because we're also often getting information in regards to what do we need to do to support grant efforts. But I want to say that our existing staff has been exceptional in their application and successful um, receipt of grant dollars. And we already know that we're going to get the 400,000 in the American um, Recovery Program Act dollars the 200,000 thank you to our state representative Bolden and Senator, um, Jeremy Moss. thank you, Jeremy Moss for the Michigan Enhancement Grant, West Nile Virus um, Grant from Oakland County that have fallen off the wayside and we're now getting that annually. The local road improvement grant, working with the state currently on the drinking water asset management grant for over $200,000. They just contacted us this past week in regards to that opportunity and over a million dollars at least in other grant opportunities. So having said that, I feel that the city is on very solid foundation and we're moving forward in um, at tremendous speed, but with all due diligence and with accountability and more than anything, I think we have such a solid team here and you're right, it is a family. And I'm so proud of each and every one of you. And at this moment, I must share my document that's in your packet. It has truly been an honor to work with you, your council colleagues, and our amazing team here in the city of Lather Village for the past three and a half years. Over the time, we have made tremendous strides in improving operations and building a solid foundation for the future. To confirm our conversation, Mayor Garrett, please accept this communication as my official notice of my resignation. In accordance with my contract, I'm providing 30 days notice with the last date of employment being December 18th. Thank you all for this phenomenal privilege of serving as your city administrator for the city of Lathrop Village. It's a great community, it's a great place to live, and it is an amazing place to work and call home. And of course, I will be available however I can to support the transition. Thank you. Thank you. City Attorney. Well, I don't have anything really exciting, but, um, or is that? <laughs> sure. Uh, I did just want to, um, really briefly for the new council members, we, we will be doing a council orientation 
at our next study session meeting, and we'll be more in depth um, on some of the, the key things that you need to be aware of. But just for tonight, between now and then, just a couple of things to be aware of. Probably one of the biggest things is what, what's called the Open Meetings Act. And that requires that all discussion and deliberation, basically, this is like the Cliff Notes version, but all discussion and deliber deliberation where there's a quorum of council, so three council members present, have to be conducted at an open meeting. So that applies to emails, telephone calls, social gatherings. If you find yourself between now and our study session in a situation where you're with three other council or two other yourself and two other council members, don't talk about anything that may come up uh, in front of the city because that could be a violation of the Open Meetings Act. Uh, two other things. One, uh, one, with respect to FOIA, everybody should have a city operated email that's up and running now. Please use that for all city business. If you use personal emails for city business, then you're you're potentially subjecting your personal email and device to uh, search and FOIA requests and records. So uh, please utilize your city emails and your city devices once those are provided to you. Lastly, with respect to social media, and I don't know if this, the city's social media policy has been shared with you, but the same restrictions would apply to that, um, and, and maybe even more so. You have to be very vigilant about what's posted on social media. Residents, now you're now council members, you're, you're acting on behalf of the city, whether you, you think you are or not. So it's very important that um, if you see other, I always advise council members not to comment um, on issues, that, especially issues that are coming before council, not to comment on what they're posting on Facebook. One, if, if you do, it requires that the city archive that in every comment, uh, which we looked into, it's very, very, very expensive because things on Facebook don't tend to stay there. People will post it, remove it, but that's something that the city has to constantly monitor and back up. Uh, again, at a great cost to the city. So I strongly encourage not posting on social media. And if you do, if you see that another member of council, um, well, I can't pick on either anymore because yeah. I'm not here. So uh, if another member of council has posted on something, don't chime in, don't, you know, because that just makes it more likely that one more individual might. And then now we're having a discussion about something that is going to become before council or potentially could come before council and it's not being done at an open meeting. So those are just some cautionary things. And again, we'll go into more depth on this stuff um, at our next meeting. If you have any questions, uh, you all should have my cell phone number. If not, I'll give it to you before we leave tonight. Um, feel free to call me and ask any questions. I have a question you. for right now. Sure. Um, I was reading the Open Meetings Act, and um, as of March 31st, 2021, you'd only have Zoom meetings if you had a medical reason or a military reason. Now, I saw that we have a local state of emergency in Lathrop Village, but I wasn't, that was enacted in April 2020, but I didn't see anything where that was extended. What, you know, what was allowing these kinds of meetings to be able to happen? Um, even the big, big um, vote on the marijuana dispensaries on July 26th, there were two city council members that were remote. Um, they didn't state what the reasons were for being remote. I don't think they were military. I don't, might have been medical, but so that, that how are we? A, that is subject to local, to 
local states of emergency. The city has, the city of Lathrop Village has declared a local state of emergency based on the COVID-19 numbers and proximity to the city that that has remained. Uh, and as Cheryl indicated, out of an abundance of caution, the city has utilized uh, Zoom technology. So it was extended, it was permitted, I believe, starting next year, you're correct, it would uh, require members of active military or personal illness uh, to be permissible to participate in a meeting remotely. I, you probably should ask uh, Rep Bolton about that, but I do, um, it wouldn't surprise me if there was an extension on that or, or allowances made for, for more remote type meeting participation. Where is our declaration of emergency posted and what are their formulas used? Are there, like there was a event Friday, I don't believe there were masks worn. I don't know if there was a limit on number of people. You know, where is it put in to place and where, where's, uh, where can I access that Lathrop Village Declaration of Local of Emergency? Madam Mayor, my is posted downstairs um, and I can make it available to you. Okay, thank you. We have it. Any further questions? Um, that was the city attorney's reports from boards, commissions, committees. I have two. Um, one short, one I'll try to make not so long since it's, I know it's getting late, but there's a lot to, not to cover. Um, first one from the planning commission. Um, we're currently working on a uh, ordinance. We have draft language for an ordinance for electric vehicle charging stations. Um, so we're currently working on that. And uh, if anybody uh, is interested in providing input to that, you know, we have another meeting coming up, but we'll be talking about it uh, in the December meeting. Also, um, we talked at our last meeting about starting to work on developing uh, uh, an ordinance for uh, solar. So implementation of solar guidelines um, uh, and so forth. So we're at the very beginning stages of that, but there's a lot to consider, a lot to consider there. And again, anybody who's interested in providing input should attend our um, December meeting. Uh, the, the second board is the um, uh, infrastructure committee. And we're, we're pretty much at the end of our first year of, of two major projects. One is the road project. The second one is the capital improvement. Uh, projects and I've got a lot of really really good news to report um, from our, our our last meeting. Uh, starting out with the road project, uh, we finished the 2021 road project. We did about 2.1 miles of of, of repaving. Uh, the budgeted cost for that was about one and a half million dollars. Uh, we had a great bid and we didn't use all of our contingency that we had planned on. Our actual cost was just under a hundred thousand dollars. So we have almost five hundred thousand um, dollars. Uh, under budget for year one. And the great news is, is if we um, maintain that or you know break even, don't have any major overages in the next two years, uh, which we're obviously not planning on, um, then we'll be able to move into a year four for, for, for the road project. So we'll be able to do more than just the, uh, probably significantly more than just the seven miles, 7.1 miles, I believe it was that we had, had budgeted. Um, in 2022, we'll be doing 2.6 miles um we're currently working on uh, the recommendation for the 20 to 23 roads 2022 20 roads were already approved but we do have a couple of additions that we want to make uh, to that so that'll that'll come through in the recommendation that the infrastructure committee sends to this body um hopefully around the january time frame 
um, so that they can begin, the engineers can begin working on some of the engineering. And then in 2023, we'll have 3.3 uh, miles of, of resurfacing to do, and then hopefully we'll be able to move in, as I said, to a, a 2024. Um, as far as the capital improvement fund goes, um, breaking that down by category, uh, we did uh, two streets water mains this year, Wiltshire and San Rosa. We did 2,000 linear feet of, of water main. Uh, that was budgeted for $475,000. Uh, and right now we still, we do have a few invoices left to come in, but we're at $275,000. So it looks like the water mains are gonna be significantly under budget. Um, as far as 2022 goes, uh, we'll be doing Golden Gate from 11 mile uh, all the way up to uh, California. So that's the water main project, a pretty substantial project for 2022. Um, fire hydrants, uh, we replaced 39 fire hydrants uh, and we repaired two fire hydrants. Um, again, uh, we, we came in under budget there. We were expecting $182,000 of cost. Uh, the actual came in at $105,000, so we're a little more than $75,000 under budget. Um, in 2022 and 2023, we'll be doing 40 more uh, fire hydrants each, each of those years. Um, as far as the gate valves go, and not everybody knows what gate valves are, but basically those are the, uh, uh, the valves that are used to turn off the water, the water mains, when we have a water main break or need to do uh, repairs. And the problem that we have as a city is most of those don't work. They're, they're put into the 20s and designed to last 50 years. So um, the idea was this year we were going to um, work on 51 of those and uh, do a lot of replacements. And what had actually ended up happening was instead of having to replace a lot of those, uh, the engineers were able, or the, uh, well, I guess the engineers were able to do refurbishments, which are significantly cheaper um, than having to cut out and, re and replace the uh, gate valve. So we had budgeted $320,000 for the, the, the 50 or so uh, gate valves that we we're going to do this year. The refurbishments only cost us $15,000 so far. So again, great news there. Um, 2022, the plan is to do 54 more, and 2023, we'll do another 54 um, to help get those gate valves, gate valve systems working. Um, excavations. So this is where we, we have been digging up. Uh, near the sidewalk and the front lawn junction, where we dig down five feet to visually inspect the uh, material uh, going into the stop box, which is used to turn water on and off to the home. So we have to look at the pipe that's coming in and the pipe that's coming out. Um, when we originally uh, put the bond out, uh, we were required uh, by Eagle um, to do all, all six, roughly 1,600 homes in, in Lather Village. So we had budgeted about $1.16 million for, for, for this particular project. Um, sometime after we started the work, uh, Eagle, um, getting a lot of pushback from cities, changed their methodology. So we didn't have to do every single home, but rather had to do a statistical sampling. Um, and that was a random sampling. And so we only have to do 315 homes. So that alone should, should cut about $800,000 off of the uh, off of the amount that we were supposed to do for excavation. But again, the good news is, is for the 132 that we did this year, um, we had budgeted just about $100,000 and it came in about $50,000. So again, $50,000 of savings there. Um, and then in 2022, we'll do another 183 of those. Um, should note for the residents, you know, we did run late into the season. 
Um, so we do, we do realize that uh, there is some landscaping repair that needs to be done that couldn't be done uh, in the fall, and we'll be taking care of that in the spring. So we didn't forget about you. It's just that the, the, the weather doesn't really permit us to do the landscaping repair right now. Um, as far as lead lines go, um, we budgeted, or we actually had 15 lead lines that we had to replace in phase one and phase two this, this summer. We budgeted 75,000. Um, the actual there was 94,000. So we were actually about $19,000 over budget. But the good news is, um, you know, we estimated that over the next three years, we would have to do 100 of these and we've only had to do 15 so far. But then here, and here comes the advertisement and the plug. Um, but the issue that we have is we have to visually inspect all homes in Lathrop at the water meter. Um, only 25% of our residents have, have done the, uh, the uh, process, which is advertised on the, in our town. It's on the weekly, every week in the weekly newsletter. Um, so we really, really, really are, are asking our residents. It's a very simple process. It takes about five minutes. It doesn't require any expertise. You just have to go down in your basement by the water meter um, and follow the instructions. If you go to the, the website or any of those uh, publications that I mentioned, it gives instructions on, on how to do it. Um, and then uh, forward that information onto the city so that we know whether or not uh, you know you have lead or copper or galvanized pipe and we know what, what we need to do. So initially the good news is, is that we've done significantly fewer than we thought we would have to do, um, but we still have three quarters of our residents who still have to do the, do the test. Bruce, there are some residents that are having problems um, doing that on the survey. And so if you call the water department um, we would send somebody out to look at it for you. We would put in a work order and then one of our DPS gentlemen would come out and look at it for you. But that is to, they would be have to be allowed into your home. So yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, and, and that's a good point because the, 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 the big reason for, especially during COVID times, mm -hmm. pandemic times, the big reason for asking people to do the self-test is so that we don't have to bring somebody into your house, um, you know, and put the, the residents and the worker at potential risk, uh, and and there's also a cost for us to do that. Just have to send somebody out to every house, and you know, spend ten minutes or five minutes at each house. Um, so uh, yeah, so we urge you to do do those those tests and call the water department if you have issues. Um, water meters. Um, we're currently working on a bid to replace the water meters. I know uh, Mr. Tamarelli is, has some public comment about that, and uh, uh, but. Uh, going out to bid uh, hopefully in the next month or so. Uh, so maybe with a spring start date uh, of, of water meter replacements. And then I came up earlier, I think Cheryl mentioned it, uh, the, the uh, uh, retention tank that we have over on 11 mile and Evergreen. Um, we've got about $500,000 worth of repairs to uh, essentially, and upgrades to essentially allow us to uh, double the flow rate out of that tank, um, which makes it significantly less likely that you'll have uh, sewage backups in the basement. Um, those $500,000 of, of repairs start from the spring, correct? Is that? That's what they're anticipating. Right. They have to finalize the contract. Right. Being Oakland okay. County. So um, in summary, you know, it's, it's pretty much great news all around. We're, we're, we're finding that we're coming in under budget on a lot of these projects and then taking even a bigger step back. I mean, we've done a lot of work this summer. Um, like I said, two, two miles of roads, water mains, fire hydrants, gate valves, uh, all these excavations, lead line replacements. Um, it's a ton of work and, and, and the residents have been great about it for the most part. Um, 
and the projects have gone relatively smoothly. And uh, so I want to thank everybody involved. And uh, that's my report. Thank you. Have any unfinished or new business? We'll jump down to public comment, which will be for two minutes. Have anybody for public comment? Come on in. Uh, Rob Martian. Okay, thank you. Go ahead. So my name is Jason Hammond. I live at 27590 California Southeast. Uh, well, I could have attended this meeting via Zoom and submitted my comments uh, written. Uh, it is important to me to provide the council these comments in person. Uh, it won't be a surprise to anyone to hear that this year's council, the city council election was the most contentious in my almost 19 years as a resident of Lakeshore Village. I saw and heard about many occasions where neighbors treated each other with disrespect. Uh, but conversely, because of this election, I also became friends with wonderful people who I lived near for years and never had the opportunity to speak with in person. I bring these things up because I want to highlight that we have a choice to continue the behavior that separates us and creates division, or we can continue the behavior that brings us together. The City Council has the opportunity to set the example to the rest of, the, of Lathrop Village by respectfully working through differences of opinion and being transparent and respectful in their communication with city employees, with residents, and with each other. Uh, I hope this council will focus on working together to set that example for the entire city. I want to thank Dr. Mitchell for her amazing service as the city administrator of Lathrop Village for three and a half years, her professionalism, her experience, and the time she put into her job, and her effort was an incredible benefit to our city. I'm very sad to see her go. Lathrop Village is poor for losing her and her dedication to our city. And I hope we can find a new city administrator with half the expertise, experience, and professionalism she brought to our city. And I'm sure the opportunity before Dr. Mitchell is a great one, but I also know that the disrespectful way she was treated by residents and council members played a part in her decision. The 2021-2023 City Council is off to a poor start when the first major thing they accomplish is getting the current city administrator to resign. It's a shame that the great working relationship Dr. Mitchell had with previous city councils was unable to continue with the 21-23 council. I'm curious to see how this council finds candidates for the city administrator role, how it evaluates the candidates, and how it includes input from city employees as well as residents in the process. Thanks. It is important for residents to be considered first, but this is not a zero-sum game. There's a room to provide good service for residents and also make our city a place where people want to work. That starts with the city council treating the city administrator with respect and should then become part of the culture of respect modeled by the city administrator for the city's employees. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Mr. Tamarelli. Great, thank you. I trust you can hear me. Uh, you have in front of me a presentation. I think we have a great opportunity to better serve every Lathrop Village resident. I listened closely to the 2021 Lathrop Village Annual Audit Report as presented by Plant Moran at the November 1st Council meeting. They described our water loss situation and I began an extensive research of my own. Something undetermined happened in 2017. Both our water loss rate and our build volume were constant before this unknown event happened, then significantly jumped during 2017 and has continued since then. We have a big loss that cannot easily be explained by simultaneous small meter failures in our homes, 200,000 gallons a day. 
This accounts for a big financial loss for every resident. According to uh, the report, $1.4 million of lost revenue. The losses are explained as a series of small losses such as mismetering in every home, water main breaks and planned hydrant flushing. The evidence points to a single big event. I suggest from either mismetering on our main meter or a large undetected leak flowing into a sewer or runoff basin. If it's a SACWA water meter issue, we may be able to secure a large refund. If it's a big leak, let's find it and fix it and save money every day. I propose to perform two simple low cost tests done by a third party to verify the results. That's on page eight of your report. Also, let's wait before authorizing bond money to be spent on replacing all meters in the city. I'm willing to share the results of my research with the city council, the infrastructure subcommittee and our city administration. This opportunity to determine the cause of our water loss would be a win-win for both residents and our city. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Hey, Paul, Is there... oh, can I make one comment? Uh, can, can you, uh, hopefully you'll be able to attend our next infrastructure committee. Um, I did look at your, um, your, your presentation and there, there's some good ideas in there and, and we should talk about them as, as a group. I look forward to it. Thank, Thank you. you. Is there anyone else that wants to uh, speak publicly? No hands raised at this time. Thank you. We'll move on to mayor and council comments. Let the council go first. Anyone have any comments? I'd just like to congratulate all the new council members and welcome them and uh, look forward to doing great things together as a group. Here, here. Anyone else? Um, I'll say uh, thank you. I would like to thank the residents um, for choosing this council. Um, I would like to thank everyone at this table. I hope we all can work together and get things done. I'm looking forward to the new year and uh, thank you. Thank you. Good. Okay. I just want to thank people who uh, supported me. I would like to reiterate the commitments that I made during my campaign. One of the things was bringing the community back together, respecting each other, communicating, listening, and putting residents at the center of everything we do. Uh, respect begets respect, and a lot of the issues that will surface during the campaign um, came from here, actually. So I, too, uh, hope that we will be able to work together, and um, we all love Lathrop Village and um, ready to get to work. Thank you. Have anything? Um, yes, congratulations to everybody who got elected and re-elected. And thank you to everybody in the city who put your faith in us and we won't let you down. Um, thank you everyone that came out tonight and, and went through the whole process of this election. Like everyone else has said, this is this was a very tumultuous um, election period. And I, and I hope and pray that everything that um, was brought up that can be put, put aside so we all can come together and work together. On a side note, again, um, I, um, and overwhelmed with the um, the outpouring of love and support um, during this at this time. Um, personally, um, it was amazing to me, and it didn't go unnoticed. Um, so I appreciate that, and that's what um, a village is about. That's what the city um, is about, and it proved it to me. So um, I look forward to moving forward. 
and I look forward to moving forward. Uh, and really just, you know, coming together and making the city even better than what it was before. And if there is no any, if there are no other um, comments, then I would take a motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Second. It's moved and second. And we are adjourned. Have a good night.